Welcome to the Confident Couples Podcast, Episode 30. Why even choose to be in a committed partnership or marriage? Why bother to take the time to make it great? This episode is all about why we truly care about relationships and choose to do this podcast. Let's get to it. So Sarah told me not to talk about the weather. You're not going to do it. (laughs) Don't do it. No, talking about the weather at the start of every podcast just reminds everyone what time of year we're recording this. So every time we sit down to do one of these, it's always like, do you want to start it? How are you going to start it? How's it going to get started? And today, this topic just reminds me of every time that somebody has asked me a question about relationships or our relationship or budgeting or a few of my favorite things that I enjoy. And it's always been like, yes. You get excited when someone asks you about... To shine. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason. And I don't know why. I can't explain it to it. It's just something that I enjoy doing. So today's topic is why we believe in relationships and working on them. Which is so fun. And also, I just wanted to say, I almost feel the opposite. So when people want to talk to me about relationships, I'm like, that's just something I do in front of a microphone in my kitchen. You still haven't <laughs> coped with like when people in real life ask you about the podcast. I haven't. I haven't that out yet. No, it still makes me want to <laughs> crawl under a rock or like jump under the covers in bed or something. Not to say I don't want people to bring it up to me if you've been listening. Just... I will probably not know what to say back because I'm afraid you hate it. I think you still feel weird about it. I do. Conscious about it. I'm glad that you love it. And we started this because you love talking about this stuff. And actually, we want to rewind to that point in the future and talk or rewind to that point in the past and talk about why we even wanted to do this and why we believe in relationships in general. Oh. We've always had a desire to work and tinker with our relationship and do things together. And I couldn't really put probably a finger on it as to why or exactly where we got started doing it. It was just like we felt compelled to work on stuff together, I think, that then morphed into I wanted to share this with other people. I think we have a natural desire to do things well. So I don't think that we felt like when we were having struggles in our relationship or there was tension that we should just accept that that was the way that it had to be. So I think we started figuring out ways to be together in a more positive way and to believe that that was possible for us, that we could have a really positive relationship that was fun and exciting and maybe changed over time, but continued to be fulfilling for us. I always felt like that working in tandem with you, if we could get on the same page around our communication, we could do so much more together. We could understand where you're, where we're going, like starting this podcast late without late today. Yes. But without having, starting it with any challenges. You were very patient with me because I was again in front of my computer working late in some sort of vortex where I forget what time it is as I'm dealing with Yelp profiles and thankfully Yelp profiles. Oh my gosh, it's terrible, but that's my job. So 
Yes. I was late again, and we have already worked through issues where I'm late to the podcast recording we have scheduled, and you are very, very patient this time as opposed to previous issues, which I made sure to appreciate you for. So that was something that we have communicated through in the past. Or when people say, you know, you can lean on each other, you can work through tough situations, or are you able to trust your partner on 100%? So all of those things come together in those don't happen overnight. Like I would love to bench press 200 pounds. That doesn't happen without going to the gym and doing some bench presses at 100 pounds and 140 pounds, 150 pounds and 180 pounds and slowly working your way up to where you can lift that much weight. That is what we believe why working on a relationship works is because to achieve those things or things like that, you've got to work at it and put the effort in the background to make it all happen. Well, and I also think that not just, okay, we want to work on a relationship so we have a better relationship, but let's not forget why we care about being in a positive relationship at all. I really think that two people in a relationship together, doing life together can really help you reach bigger goals in life. So I know that... There are so many things I couldn't have done with my business and my career without your support at home. Not only did you encourage me to try new things and to take risks, but you were able to consciously make the choice to support me financially in pushing myself forward through that. So I think that's one of the big major benefits of choosing to be in a relationship with someone is that together that you can move forward in life maybe farther than you could alone if you can do it strategically. But I also think the opposite is true if your relationship is in a negative place where it wears on you every single day, that's actually going to hold you back from where you want to be in life how much adventure you might want to have, how much impact you might want to have on your world and your community. If you're in a negative relationship, that's going to zap a lot of your energy, your time, your emotional capacity to care for others. So I think that great relationships can propel you forward. And I think that negative relationships can hold you back. And that's one of the reasons that I really believe in positive relationship work and investing the time to be in a committed partnership with someone else in a positive way. That's why I want to do this because I've really watched other people get held back by negative relationships or reach a real stumbling point in life because things weren't going well, where they were on a good path and then maybe their marriage or their partnership took a bad turn and that held them back. So that was something that I really wanted to say that I'm here because I think that we can make a bigger impact on what we truly believe in and what we're passionate about if you have someone supporting you when you need it. Well, you've always been so kind and give me those praises. And for me, I always knew that I could be your rocket fuel or your fire extinguisher. And it was up to me to make that choice on how I wanted to support you or not support you and support in the rocket fuel and providing you more room to run and more fuel to burn so that you could go higher and faster or be the fire extinguisher to extinguish the flame and say, no, you're not supposed to do that or I don't want you to or for whatever reason, who knows why. 
or People I mean, not even back sometimes, not even telling me you don't want me to do that thing, but you know, doing other things that distract from that fire that I'm trying to build. Mm -hmm. So being negative about other things in general, you know, not being supportive, that kind of thing is also fire extinguisher, even if it's not related to the big goal. So I had something today, we did a 90 day review with the team member and this particular teammate said that I feel comfortable here and that's something new for me so early in my career. And I never wanted to have anybody new feel comfortable at my other job or my other place that I worked. And I said, well, in my view, I actually want you to be comfortable here. And I want you to be comfortable because that allows you to feel safe, not feel concerned. It comes back to an article that you posted or maybe referenced many, many moons ago on your personal Twitter page around the perfect temperature for a room for a human being to work in. It's like 79.2 degrees or something like that. It's a point in time in which the body stops worrying whether it's too hot or too cold and is not distracting you. It's comfortable. So by being comfortable, you are safe and you can go do your best work. And then it's the company's responsibility or my responsibility to challenge you so you can do the great work, but come from it from a comfortable perspective not so you can do your best work, not a scared perspective. So this team member actually thought that new people should feel uncomfortable to force them into to greatness? Mm-hmm. At their old place of work. Yep. And I just don't feel like that's the best thing. So, you know, can we be comfortable with each other and challenge each other at the same time through working on a relationship together? I think so. I think that makes a lot of sense. I thought it did too at the moment when I said it. <laughs> I'm glad you said it then. <laughs> no, and we're doing the review with another team member and she echoed that, that no, we do want you to feel comfortable here and challenged. So, because when people are scared or when chaos or when uncertainty, uncertainty and organi- unorganization happens at a workplace, that isn't an environment that fosters people's best in a performance either. So for us... Same in a marriage? I think it's same in a marriage. I think this makes a lot of sense in a marriage that being comfortable with each other and challenged, you know, you get too comfortable people to connect it to complacency. Mm -hmm. So let's not get comfortable in complacency. Let's get comfortable and challenged in this process to be better. Let's get comfortable with being intentional, which isn't always just sitting around and allowing your relationship to happen. It's being comfortable and knowing we have some rituals in our relationship that keep us grounded together and keep us connected. I think that's a really good takeaway to think about the way that being intentional can set that foundation for creating challenge, but can help you to really feel safe and to feel heard. I think that speaks a lot to What I only realized in the last year or so since we've really started talking about some of the things we do that they really are intentional and they're creating a foundation for us to be successful together. I used to just think they were weird things we did. Well, they're weird. (laughs) Well, I mean, people still listen to this podcast, so they're not too weird. I guess they're into weird or our brand of weird. But I was always really scared to talk about life planning dinner because people don't tend to do intentional things like that. 
where we go out every single month and we talk about our big life goals, big dreams. We review our budget together and create that safe space for deep conversation. I was afraid to talk about that because it seemed weird, but now I've just realized it is weird, but intentional. And that creates that safe, comfortable space in our relationship. So that's what I mean by thinking about being comfortable by being intentional, not just laying around and being like, oh, our relationship's fine right now. And if you're going to commit yourself to death to us part and sickness and health and do that kind of long-term committed relationship, why not bring those intentional practices in to make it the best that you can be together, you know, to go up against the status quos of society and say, nope, this is just a story that's always going to be told. It's always been like this. My parents had this kind of a relationship that were just, the wheels just spun around and around and around and around. And the same day happened again and again and again and again. It doesn't need to be like that. I don't buy into that notion. No, I don't either. I think a lot of why I believe in relationships actually has to do from watching my parents who have a really good relationship, a marriage since 1979. So that'll be 40 years this year. And it's been really enlightening to always watch them do life together. They've always approached things together. They spend a lot of time together and they seem to really respect each other. So their relationship really made me believe in relationships and modeled for me an example of how if you choose to be in a committed relationship with someone, you always have a partner in every decision you're going to make. You always have someone to talk to that you can really trust. I think that's a really important part of why you could choose to be in a relationship. Something else that is really top of mind is I love the way that we do things together. So I want to go on an adventure. I want to travel. I have someone to do that with because we're in a positive relationship and I enjoy spending time with you. So I want to really protect that enjoyment, the positivity I feel in experiencing things together. So that's why I believe in continuing to work on a relationship so that we can keep doing fun stuff together and I have someone to do things with. That's just another thing that I want to preserve by doing some of the intentional stuff we do and talk about on this podcast. Should it be called something different than work? Did I say work? Work on relationship? We both have been saying it. I'm just asking the question. I actually try not to because I've thought about that word a lot. And I really hate when I'm reading like an Instagram caption or something. Mm -hmm. It's trying to be really deep. And people are like, marriages are hard work. And I, I don't like that. I think it paints marriage in a really negative light. It makes it seem like, oh, this is drudgery, but let's do it anyway. I think that marriage is intentional work or intentional. <laughs> See, I just did it Spin again. It out. I, intentional practice. It's an intentional thing that you have to pay attention to, but I don't know if it needs to feel like work. I don't know. What do you think you asked? I don't know. I'm torn on it. It's like work, work has so much of a, you know, nine to five work in nine to five. <laughs> what a way to make a living. Oh, I can almost get her to sing so nope. close. So close. <laughs> 
And it's just like, I don't think it's like that to us. No. And I don't think it needs to be like that for anybody. It should have a flair of funness. You know, we've talked about, you know, budgeting meetings, having the most fun you can have, not doing them at night at your kitchen table. When you're tired. When you're tired, doing them with a beer and with food and to like... How good does a taco sound right now? Like a budget and a beer and a taco right now. I'm all about it. Like that is, yes, that is work, but it doesn't need to be work. You can work really hard at not working hard at it. Here's a thought. I would say the first time you do something intentional or have like a really deep conversation about something, it does kind of feel like work. It does feel scary and it feels like I'm doing this thing I don't want to do. And maybe I've gotten past the point where this feels like work because we do things on a really regular schedule and I'm used to them and we've worked through, worked, we've worked through a, a lot of our issues and communication challenges and we just have ways that we do that now. So maybe I don't feel like marriage is hard work because we've gotten through that really hard phase, like run through that wall and now we're through the wall and we're on the other side and we're just kind of continuing to run forward without as much friction. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Continuing maintenance in progress. I mean, I think it's a lot of progression for us. Conversations we have now are different than what they were eight years ago. That's true. Two, the way we have them now, different than they were eight years ago. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. We'll have to think about that some more on a different word mm-hmm. other than work. We should ask the Google what's some synonyms for work. <laughs> we'll make sure to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll shout at the Google home and see if she can suggest some. Actually, we can do that right now. Okay, Google, what are synonyms for work? Oh, that sounds awful. She says labor, toil, and exertion. That sounds, of course, nobody wants to work on their marriage. We need not synonyms for work. We need different words. Why we believe in toiling on our relationship. Oh, no. Why we believe in laboring through our relationship. No. And for us, this all kind of comes back to why we're even bothering to do this podcast. And for me, I want to help others fulfill their relationship to the best that it can be. And to hopefully learn something in two-way street. For us to learn something from people who listen and for listeners to hopefully learn something from us. I agree. I wanted to do this podcast with you because I really have a vision where more couples are empowered with the tools to handle tough conversations and where they have more fun together because they know how to communicate through the hard things. I think my parents gave that to me, the ability to believe in a positive relationship. And I'm not sure that everyone's had that modeled in their life. So I really want to do this podcast. I want to believe in relationships and spread that more because I think that it'll really spread positivity for people and fulfillment and joy. So that's why I want to do this podcast and keep doing it now that we're passing the six month mark that we said we would stop and talk through and decide if we wanted to continue. I think there's so much value in great relationships and I think that they do require intention 
thinking about all these things, doing some work. It's <laughs> a, a complex world. There's a lot of things going on in a relationship right now with couples between actual work, real work, nine to five, money making work, yes. to social media, to family, to travel, to, to comparing your relationship to others uh, on the internet, highlight reels that are out there for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, all those things. Those are not. Those are not your grandparents' marriage. That's true. In any way. It's a lot different than what it was. Not that I want to glorify marriages 60 years ago because I don't love the way that women were expected to just kind of take it and preserve their relationship. I think there's positives and negatives to modern day approaches to relationships. And there's so much opportunity for people to have a voice and make relationships what they want them to be. Yep. And if there's been any way that we've helped you, this is our fuel to keep us going. We'd love to hear about it. You know, what we said that triggered you to think differently for you and your partner to have the conversation. We just would like to hear more about how that may have happened or what that may have sounded or looked like uh, because we want to do our best to serve you. And that's why we're doing this. And we want to continue to learn what we're doing well so we can do more of it. So now you know why we're doing this. I want to know, is it doing what we want it to be doing? Are we sitting in front of a microphone and actually encouraging you forward to have a more positive relationship? That's all we want. And if we're not doing that, then there's no point in sitting here on Monday night and me showing up late to the microphone and stressing butt out. (laughs) This needs to be a positive impact that we're having. So if you are listening and you've learned something, you've thought about something differently, can I ask you to do one of two things? If you feel like talking about it publicly, leave us a review on iTunes. That really, really helps people to know that other people listen to this show if they stumble upon it. And I've been working on the SEO for this podcast. So people that don't know us might end up looking at the podcast and wondering if they should take time to listen. So if you want to share publicly, leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Or if you just want to shoot us a note and maybe you don't want to share that in a public way, we have a contact form on our website at budandsarah.com. Just click on contact and shoot us a quick note. It doesn't have to be long. But you could even just say, keep it up or something great that's happened or something you thought about differently. Just let us know. You can send it anonymously if you want to. But we'd really love to hear from you and hear if we're having a positive impact on anything that you're doing. So that's our Confident Couples Challenge for today. If you're listening, to go let us know what you've learned. So here's to six months of this podcast and do at least six months more six months more i think we're committing to it and we're not looking thinking forward we to are it. okay <laughs> <laughs> all right talk to you next time and for this week cheers to confident couples cheers hey thanks for joining us for the confident couples podcast if you want to help create more confident couples share this episode Post a screenshot on your social media and tag us at Bud and Sarah on Instagram. For show notes for this episode and even more good stuff and advice, head to our website at budandsarah.com. We'll see you soon.